It's the Muppets Minute Show with host Nick and Annie. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today we're talking about Muppets Take Manhattan, Minute 41. Minute 41 starts with a less than rockin' end to an electric mayhem polka number and ends with a loud commotion happening next door. <laughs> so we do get the end of Pennsylvania polka. Just kind of peers yeah, out a little bit. It does, I mean, Animal's trying to put a positive spin on it, I think. He does. He tries to get excited there, <laughs> and then he's like, eh, these guys don't care. Dr. Teeth, especially, just like, he makes me sad. He just looks so joyless. Like, he's just like, this is sucking all of his energy out. He cannot bring himself to care. Right? Like, it, it's so funny that you could get that emotion out of his face, because he has the smile still. He's showing all his teeth, but it's not a happy it's look. His, it's his body language. And at a certain point, I feel like he even reaches up to just scratch himself, like he's scratching his chest, which uh-huh. is just like, Right? It's just a random I'm bored action. Like, I got nothing to do. Uh, which is just, it's a really cool, funny little bit. I don't even know if it was intentional or if that's what he's doing, but that's what it looked like to me. I just thought it was funny. Um, that's so awesome. what it looks like. Yeah. Right? Like, he's just like, oh, wow. right, pick, like, like, almost like picking a piece of lint off your shirt <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Very funny. All right. So we leave Pittsburgh. We head back to New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Kermit and Jenny sitting in a booth having a little talk. Canoodling. Canoodling. That's a good word for it. I mean, like, nothing happens until the end of this minute, I think, right? Pretty yeah. much. Close I- to the end of this minute. But it's funny that Kermit, I wanted to talk to you about this. We can talk about the dialogue in a bit. But, like, when we know that Peggy is watching them through the window, through the binoculars, which is really funny, <laughs> which is, again, a great shot, like really well choreographed shot of her up there. It's so just really good. good, well laid out. And then Kermit makes a comment that says that's been happening a lot lately, which seems like a harmless comment. But when I unpack that, I start to be like, OK, hmm, if that's happening a lot lately when she starts to have her little freak out, you know, does that mean they've been hugging a lot lately? Because I would imagine that. Piggy is freaking out every time they hug, right? Oh, yeah. My question is, okay. my question is, Nick, regardless of their both of their uh, inner feelings and and the platonicness of their relationship, do you think they're hugging a little too much? Maybe. If that's what it means, probably so. I mean, I'm not like a super touchy feely person, so I. But I and I don't know if it's a st- it's been established that Kermit is. So, it, you know, in general, I don't mean in this movie, but I just mean like in general, like, is he like a snuggly, touchy-feely kind of character? I don't know. Like, I I see a lot of hugging going on between these two characters. You know what I mean? So I'm going to uh, give Jenny the benefit of the doubt. Uh-huh. Um, so Kermit is rather cute and cuddly. And, and, you know, I mean, my dog's also cute and cuddly and I hug my dog a lot. Look, let me, let me rephrase. I don't want to be misunderstood. I think it's harmless from their, both of their perspectives. I completely think it is. But I think from Piggy's perspective, I can see why she's getting 
you know, riled up. Yeah. That's all I'm that's all I'm saying. Because from her perspective, she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know that this is completely platonic, which is what we both believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but from her perspective, I gotta be on her side a little bit in this case because it's like, okay, it's a lot of hugging. Right. Well, totally. And she's not hearing any dialogue. Right. She and doesn't know what's going on. She did, she had all she has is what she sees from windows across the block, you know. So. Yeah. And, and I mean because of the the um let's see which way to put this because of the 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 way they hug because, you know, she's taller and he's very short. His 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 face is in a certain place that, you right. know. Right. <laughs> Well, I knew that was going to come up at some point. Yeah. Uh, it, it's better to come from you. But yeah, it's just one of those things that's like, yeah, if she's just seeing that constantly and not hearing the dialogue and not right. knowing what they're talking about, I'm just saying that like they're trying to, I think the idea behind the whole Piggy jealousy angle is like they're trying to make Piggy come across like this sort of irrational, crazy woman. And I'm kind of just like, well, I get that as a joke and I get that that's kind of where they're going. But I'm like, look at it from her perspective. Like, she just got to keep an eye on her man. She doesn't know what's going on. You it's know, it's totally rational. It is. Yeah, that's so that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I think Jenny and Kermit are like in love with each other. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying from Miss Piggy's perspective and she's not in the right for spying. She shouldn't be spying. But from what she's seeing, totally cool I don't spy. I don't think her uh, I don't think her reactions are unjustified. That's all I'm saying. It's not like the, the, the look, the spying. I, I, I'm OK with the spying here because it's not like Jenny and Kermit are in a private place. Right, right. They it's have not no like expectation of privacy. This is not like peeping Tom situation. She's not like, you know, peeping on them or something when they're being when they're somewhere private they're right. in, you're right you're right i get that completely it's still a little creepy i don't like the idea yeah. of being watched by anyone or stalked because what she's doing is stalking it's there's no two ways about oh, it. oh totally yeah yeah but i mean yeah like you said it's like not there's nothing she's seeing that she couldn't normally be seeing although like it, it's a good question to ask if piggy were around would kermit be behaving like this i don't know i don't now, think he would be another so, fun, fun thing to ponder is what apartment or room is she in did she rent an apartment or is she sneaking into somebody else's she just in some random maybe it's like a abandoned building could be there's a lot of squatters up there (laughs) this could be another part of our our separate um our side plot like where is miss piggy staying where does she live maybe that's where she lives maybe she's paying like a really cheap rent for like this really crappy walk up next door to the restaurant you never know could right be. could be you never know you never know um but yeah my only point is th- this is a lot of hugging a lot of hugging going on That's yeah all. yeah i could see that <laughs> so anyway um but yeah i do think it's funny how she has a tantrum and there's there's you know crazy yelling coming from next door and kermit's like eh, what's going on and rizzo's like yeah that's just new york Mm. Um, I think that was a funny line. Yeah. I like. Um, and so Kermit just wants to sell the show. That's yeah. You know, he's trying. Yeah, let's to... go back to the actual plot. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's all right. I mean, no, no, but the, the the picky thing is part of the plot, of course. But, right, 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 um, right. Yeah, no, Kermit trying to sell the show and just um, you know, having a hard time with it. Moving on, uh, you know, it's gonna see what comes next. But I do want to talk about. The uh, the little music player, the jukebox in the background. I love that. I remember those. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
those really aren't around much anymore, I guess. But like, I remember all the diners I went into. I guess I don't really go into diners these days, and I don't know how prolific diners really are. Um, right. I know in the Northeast, like they were, came to Florida, and I, I don't really see real diners around. Well, uh, I mean, even now when you see those jukeboxes, they're all like. They're, they're 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 modern yeah they're digital yeah, yeah. it's annoying yeah so I, I always found it fun to like you know punch up those numbers and turn the dial to like flip the page i always like i would just sit there and flip the pages i was obsessed with like turning yeah. that dial and flipping the pages just for the heck of it and i just like i liked pushing those buttons like the tactile like the way that that button would go and push it in and then it would think for a second and then they'd both pop out yes like, I remember that yeah yes Yep. That's so good. I, it was so much fun. Um, yeah, and, and and then also totally not knowing most of the songs in the in in the songbook there. <laughs> right. I would know them a lot though cuz my dad had a he he was quite an oldies uh, connoisseur. Ah. So we my brother and I got quite an education. We knew a lot of those songs. Yeah. But yeah, a lot it wasn't even like necessarily like now you'd have to go somewhere like you're saying that is almost a sort of like kitschy diner place to see those anymore whereas i i feel like when i was a kid they would sometimes just be in restaurants like i don't want you know what i mean like like this this is not supposed to be a diner this is just i mean it's not supposed to be like a 50s diner it's just a random coffee shop restaurant and they have i remember that like they would just turn up in the most random places um so yeah it it is really cool and i'm glad you brought that up because it brings back lots of memories now the one thing i don't remember is did they did, did, it played from a central jukebox, right? Not yes. not like yeah. from an individual thing at your table, right? That's, Correct. Like you'd hear it in yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it like got in the queue and then eventually played. I, I'm just like I, I'd love. I, I wish I took the time before this this minute because I just thought about this. Like I'd love to research exactly how that worked. Yeah, like nowadays you're like, oh, well, it's a Wi-Fi. But right. like, what what did they do back in the day? I have no idea. It almost seems magical now right? looking back on it. Doesn't like, how it? did that? Yeah, how did that work? Like, did, was is there some sort of wire running from this Had thing? To. Yeah, like it's it's pretty amazing when you think about it. And yeah, now I do want to know. If you look that up, please let us know on a future minute, Nick. Right, it had to be wired, and it had to be playing. I'm assuming from would it be from vinyl in a. Yeah. In the jukebox, right? Then, yeah. I mean, I think maybe later they might have moved to like CDs, maybe later, like when they were kind of petering out. Maybe. But, but yeah, like back when I was like when we were kids, I'm sure it had to have been vinyl. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember watching it. I know we've gone on quite a tangent, but I love talking about this. You, I remember watching these jukeboxes. You could go up and watch it and you'd see the the. The, the record gets switched right. and it was fascinating. Like it would just, it would go through the fan of totally. records and pick the right one and then it would flip it. And I remember watching that as a kid going, what magic hath wrought this? I just, <laughs> seriously, it was amazing. Doesn't, yeah. it, doesn't it seem like, like more like magical technology than your iPhone? Like I, I could yeah. kind of understand my iPhone. It's ones and zeros and it, you know, it's just a computer and it does. This is like, analog like sending signals through a wire and like triggering something to happen it yeah. seems weird oh, it really man. does yeah it really does it really does oh, i love boy. it though wow oh those were, were nice. the days 
nice blast well, from the past there. Thank you for that. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, you're welcome. I just I, I thought those were those were funny. Um, <laughs> anything else in this minute? I mean, there's really not too too much content in, in minute forty one. No, just uh, you know, too much hugging. But <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, so, and awesome jukeboxes. Yeah, Rizzo pops in here, so we'll be able to move the uh, the the plot alone a little bit more uh, tomorrow, I think. Um, so we'll uh, we'll join you tomorrow for a minute uh, uh, forty-two of Muppets Minute. <laughs> 